0: It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. We just kicked off a five-part series. It's all about storytelling, but with a little bit of a twist. I just got back from a trip to Cuba. And that's the theme. I just got back from a trip to Cuba. So imagine if you had just gotten back from a vacation and you had some amazing stories and insights to share. How would that unfold? Well, that's what we're doing in this five-part series. And we're doing this because sometimes when we tell stories in our speeches, our talks, our podcast episodes, we don't always hit the mark. We seem to do it better when we're just doing it off the cuff with our friends when we're sharing experiences. But when we have to do it for real, sometimes we just don't have the same impact. So that's what this is about, is to give you some insights and to help you tell a deeper story. And part of the deeper story we're telling today, based on the theme of, I just got back from a trip to Cuba, is all about history. Because when you travel, everywhere you go, has a history. There's always some sort of historic moment, historic monument, historical people, all things related to history that have happened where you are. You might not know them all, and you might not learn them all on your trip, or your visit to where you are, but you will learn some of them for sure, if that's what you're looking for. And I'm always looking for these experiences, by the way. I'm always looking for these stories to tell. Last time we talked about people and we talked about Eleandro and the story with the luggage cart and how he, he saved us. It didn't seem like much when you look back at it, but in that moment, he saved us what would have felt like hours trying to find our room. Well, today we're taking a dive into history and history always gives us a deeper story or paints a bigger picture to maybe what we've already been told or things we already think that we know. Okay. Because it says where others have been, and it also gives us the opportunity to share where others have been so the people we're sharing the story with can relate. So let me give you some examples based on our trip to Cuba. And we were in a few different places in Cuba. We were on a catamaran trip. That's something we'll be talking about in a future episode. But one of the places we went was to Havana. Our actual resort was in Veradero, but we did a full day trip to Havana. Part of that trip to Havana included a stop along the way at a home that was owned by Ernest Hemingway. And the home has been left untouched pretty much since he passed away. It's now a living museum, um, but it hasn't been touched much since then. So all of the artifacts, uh, even his boat, his empty swimming pool, it's all there pretty much the way he left it before he passed away. When we took the trip from the Ernest Hemingway house into Havana that told an even deeper story. Havana, if you can believe it, is over 500 years old. What they refer to as New Havana, because there's, I guess there's two parts to Havana. There's Old Havana, and then there's New Havana. And New Havana is 150 years to 200 years old. That's New Havana. Old Havana, it's been around, as I said, for over 500 years And you can tell by looking at the architecture, the buildings, when you look up, you can see almost gothic style designs for some of the more historic buildings. And some of the newer buildings, you can tell they're newer based on the color. They used a lot of vibrant colors for some of the new designs and some of the new things that they were saying there. And our tour guide, Maria, shared with us what those differences were. Now, Maria is born and raised in Cuba. She was born in Santiago, Santiago, to Cuba, and then now lives in uh, lives just outside of Veradero. She actually lives in Matanzas, and she shared with us her experiences in Havana. Now, we actually had a chance to visit two very historic restaurants, and when I say historic, they're restaurants that Ernest Hemingway who again, lived just, lived, lived just outside of Havana. He visited these restaurants on a regular basis, and one of his favorite drinks to have was a mojito. Mojito and a margarita. He actually liked both of them. He actually liked a lot of alcohol for that matter. But one of his favorite drinks was a mojito. The other one was a margarita. When we had lunch, we had a margarita. When we had dinner, we had a mojito. And we had a chance to have those same, the way that would have been made for Ernest Hemingway, the recipe that he really enjoyed, that's what we had for our meal or with our meal at those two restaurants and very historic. And you can tell when you walk inside, a lot of the the building interior is as the same way it would have been in the day of Ernest Hemingway. And you could tell because when we walked into the restaurant for dinner, not our lunch, but our dinner. We we walked through through the restaurant and up through a back stairwell, which led to an upper level, which is where they will do all their groups. But the stairway was so narrow And parts of the stairway didn't have a railing. So walking up, you had to be very careful not to step over the edge. And then once you got to the top, the the hallways were very narrow as well. And then we got into the room where we were sitting. And the chairs, you can tell, had been around for several years, 40, 50, in some cases, 60 years or more. And the architecture on the outside, again, as you could see, was that of its time period, of something that had been around for at least, again, we're talking the time of Ernest Hemingway. So it's been around for at least 40 years, 50, 60 years or more if it was his favorite place to go and have dinner and a drink or entertain colleagues on a regular basis. And when you look at some of these old buildings too, some of the architecture, some of the history in this region, you not only can share about the people, but you can also paint the picture. So I shared about the people and I gave an example. So that's a pro tip. Pro tip number one is paint the picture. So I painted the picture of the trip to the Hemingway House. I didn't give a lot of detail about the Hemingway House, but we did paint the picture of going into the restaurant, climbing the narrow staircase that in some areas, didn't have a railing to grab onto. We painted the picture of the building from the offs of, of the outside with very Gothic motifs. We gave examples of Hemingway. We gave examples of the architecture. And then we also shared a timeline. I said that Havana was about 500 years old and new Havana is about 150 to 200 years old. So we gave a little bit of a timeline as we're sharing the story of the history. And that's what you want to do. And if you can relate it back to something that is of relevance to you and your audience. So for example, being a Canadian citizen, there are a lot of old buildings in Canada. I live in Kingston and some of our oldest buildings are a couple of hundred years old as well but certainly nothing near the age of some of the buildings in Cuba, which are in some cases four or 500 years old. So I can paint that picture as I'm sharing it to the audience and give the timeline and give a reference point for them so they can then realize that, okay, that's what that is. Now, keep in mind, when you're giving a reference point, know that if I was telling a story like I just told in Europe, a lot of Europe is, is very old as well. So I'd have to say, you know, Cuba or parts of Cuba, Havana is about 500 years old. And I know that there are parts of Europe that are as old, if not older. So I have to be able to make sure I'm aware of where the audience is with that. Okay. So that's part two, talking about the history, part three, we're going to talk about geography and how do you paint the picture of geography and weave a story about that. All right, so that'll be in our next part, talking about the geography. And man, there's some amazing geography in Cuba that I'll be happy to share with you as we continue to. And again, these are, th- these are pro tips that we can share as we implement these stories into our talks, into our seminars, into our podcast episodes, whatever it is that can help us become better communicators and really have a lasting impact with our listeners. Geography, part three, coming up next. And remember, as we say at the end of every episode, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard 72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.